everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Little Egypt Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Hefferman, and with me today is uh, sports writers Bucky Dent and Braden Fogel. And all the way from Florida, uh, with us as our special guest today is Mike Pinto, the, the manager of the Southern Illinois Miners and the chief operating officer of the franchise. So thank you, Mike, for joining us. How's the weather down in Florida? Oh, my my, my pleasure. Glad, glad to be with you guys. Pre- appreciate you having me. We're excited about Miners baseball being back. They they haven't played in over a year because of COVID-19. Um, the league has merged with another league uh, that largely has teams from Canada and the, the wonderful East Coast. Um, you, you don't get to go out there. It looks like you're playing almost all your games against your division, thank God. Uh, but you are going to host Quebec in, in middle of June. Are you supposed to go to Quebec maybe next season? Is that the kind of the deal you have? Well, uh- Originally, the plan was we were going to go out there and they were going to come here. Unfortunately, following a COVID year, uh, the league overall felt that limiting travel was probably in our best interest and not going quite as far. So this year we, for this year only, split the uh, league in half and then uh, one team from that division will come over here and play us, and that's Quebec. What, what Under normal years, I think we would go to the East Coast and probably play six, nine, twelve games over there, and then they would come over here as well. But this is a very different year, and right now we just want to get back to baseball again. What What can you tell us about what kind of COVID precautions are, are, will the team be taking, and and what can we what can people expect at Rent One Park that they'll see that will be different? Will you be able to use the clubhouse at all as a team? Uh, we will, and right now we're part of today's uh, meeting was to lay out some league protocols, but many of those things are going to be based on what our vaccine rate is, and. So right now we're just waiting to see how many of our players have gotten vaccines. And if we can get up in the 85% uh, plus mark, some of the things, the protocols that we're going to have in place won't have to be in place. So uh, right now we're waiting to see from all of our players who are, you know, as you know, in different parts of the country, different parts of the world, you know, players from Venezuela, uh, from Curacao. And um, we want to get as many of the players vaccinated as possible. So that will dictate a lot of things that we do. And then uh, we will, as we get a little bit closer, we'll announce all the COVID protocols at the ballpark. Again, a lot of that will be determined by what the the state uh, provides for us as guidelines. The uh, what, what kind of, do you see any, foresee any travel issues as of right now i mean a lot can change but with with your international players or the canadian teams even though you're you're not playing one until june but do you guys foresee any travel issues with uh the canadian teams or the international players well right now the canadian teams uh are not going to be able to go back and forth across the border and so we're internally dealing with revising schedules are they going to play the first half of the season simply on the road, and then as things open up in Canada later in the summer, all of those are being determined in our kind of on a week-to-week basis. You know, just 
how excited are you to, to have a season? Hopefully you'll have a season, and, and I, I think you'll have at least a season. Is this, will you finish the season is what we're all wondering, right? What's going through your mind right now? You know what? We're really confident that we're not only going to be able to play this season, but that we're going to be able to finish it. Uh, we certainly will have whatever protocols in place and guidelines with our players that we need to in order for, for everyone to be safe. First of all, for our players to be safe, employees, staff. Um, as you know, we have a very small um, group of people that all travel together. You know, between players, our our traveling staff, coaches, uh, trainer, radio broadcaster, and and I know a lot of people have already gotten vaccines. I have my my radio broadcaster sent me a note the other day. He had gotten his in. One of our coaches had gotten his. So the more of that will give me more confidence that uh, we'll be able to not only play the season, but obviously keep all of our players safe and healthy as well. And last question for me, and then I'll let Bucky and Braden jump in a little bit. But what can you tell us about the other league, the quality of play from the other teams that are joining the Frontier League this year? Well, there's a little bit of an – I think there's going to be an improvement in play this year. Uh, I've always been very proud of the guys that we've had here in Southern Illinois for all these years. But I think we could be a notch above this year uh, with us expanding and allowing veteran players. In our case, it allowed us to bring back guys like Nolan Early. It allowed us to bring back Craig Massey, who had gone on to be a batting champion in the older league but he wanted to play back here. And so it allowed us to be able to bring those guys back. It also allowed us to keep some guys who were going to be aging out. And uh, so I really love the team that we currently have in place. I think there'll be some additions over the next couple weeks as major league releases start to happen. You know, they start to release some of their minor league guys. This was a weird year in that, they staggered how spring training was going to go. They had all the major league guys first and then get them out, and now we'll start bringing our minor league guys in. Okay, Mike. And the play is going to be much better. Um, You're going to see maybe some more advanced players than what we've had historically. Go ahead, Bucky. And I was gonna, I was gonna ask you. Just you, you kind of uh, led into my question. We've talked about this over the winter, with so many players being released from their organizations last fall and during the off season because of the reduction in affiliated franchise with organized baseball. Uh, how much better can the level of play be in this league this year with uh, better players to select from from organizations that had to release them because there was no room at the end for them. Yes, and I think that's certainly going to be a factor. I believe another factor was last year and going into this year, less players taken in the Major League Draft. So that could affect the quality of player that we're able to bring in as well. I'll go ahead, I'll go ahead with the question, Mike. Uh, this is Braden Fogel. When you were talking about having players all from all around the world, Venezuela, uh, Canada, how do those personalities mesh, and what's it like coaching a locker room uh, of guys like that? Well, it's uh, 
it's different. Um, you've got players from all walks of life. You're talking from Washington State to Florida to New York to California, and then you start adding Curacao, Venezuela. We have a player from the Dominican Republic. And it, it adds a flavor to the clubhouse, and especially when you have the right guys and they all get along. Um, we had some really wonderful personalities in our clubhouse last season, and I'm very happy that some of them chose that they wanted to come back this year. Um, you know, we had a, a, a kid that played shortstop for us, Brian Flake, that is from Venezuela, had an incredible first half of the season, was the league's batting champion at that point, and we sold him to the Cincinnati Reds. Unfortunately, as many players got released, he he did as well. Well, he chose to come back here. There's lots of places he could have gone, but he wanted to come back here. And the general feeling from our guys is they have something to prove together now. So I'm I'm really excited to get this group of guys back together again. Do you, do you feel like you're having... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Tom. Okay. When you see guys like Shohei Otani and Majors, you know, pitching and hitting 100-mile-per-hour balls, do you ever have guys like that coming through the minors who want to try out double positions? And if so, how do you treat that? It's it's really a rare thing. Yeah. Otani is such a rare freak of nature that, that he's able to do that at that level. Um I, I always joke, we uh, we play a wiffle ball game, usually the day before opening day. And hitters get to pitch, pitchers get to hit, because both of them think they can do the other until they try to do it and they realize how really tough it is. <laughs> yeah. Hitting a baseball coming in at 95 miles an hour that's moving six inches is really tough. Hitting a slider that's coming at you at 86, 87 miles an hour and entirely changes planes is very tough to do. Throwing a ball 95 miles an hour is really tough to do. But each of them think they can do the other until they're put in that position. And it's kind of funny. You know, we've had a, you know, a couple blowout games over the years, and, you know, we're trying to save arms. And <laughs> you go, okay, in the ninth inning, we've got an outfielder. You know, let him throw. And I just hope he throws strikes. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do you think you'll have a longer training camp or average training camp uh, this year in May? I think the days will be longer. Um, we have a lot more to cover, and we're going to lose two days of spring training this year because normally we start on Friday. This year we start on Thursday. But on top of that, we have to travel to Lake Erie, so we're going to lose a day of travel the day before that. So we're going to have to get all of our work in in two less days, so they're going to be longer days. And the other thing I was going to ask, too, is because there was no 2020 season for a, for a majority of the players, you know, how how much do you think that could uh, affect the quality of play, at least at the start of this year? I will simply hope that our guys come in as prepared as we need them to be. And, you know, we have some systems in place. Our guys send in videos. We're able to kind of see what they're working on. We're able to see them on the field. But that only shows you so much. 
we have to hope that they're in shape. And yeah. this is going to be a weird year because I, I was talking with another manager today, and he said, we don't know what to expect. You don't know what that year off is going to do on either side. Um, we're going to have to really be careful managing the load of our pitching staff and not extend them. They're going to want to extend. That's who they are, right. competitors. But I'm going to have to pull that back and do that slowly. Um, and then you've got hitters who really haven't seen a whole lot of live pitching in a year and a half. It'll have been 529 days, I think it was, from the last Miners game till the next one at home. Hmm. Essentially a year and a half. Yes, it was 18 months. Uh, September 1st, 2019 is, is the last game I could find. Uh, you guys won your last game, uh, beating Evansville. We did, we did. So that's, that's got to feel good. But uh, 2020, Mike, uh, you're an excellent drummer. You, you're a motivational speaker in the off season. but did you pick up any new hobbies uh, during quarantine or during 2020? No, I probably cooked more, though. Um, that's always been a passion of mine. I, I had the, the wonderful opportunity to have an Italian grandmother, and I, as the oldest grandchild, took time with me. And I took two years, and I learned to cook from her when she was younger. And I videotaped all of the lessons. And so I've really got into cooking. That has been a lot of fun. And as you know, I play the drums, and I've spent a lot of time on those as well. Did you ever miss baseball so much that you just whipped up a ballpark dog at your house and ate it for lunch? No, but I, I did cheat a little bit, and last year the American Association played some games, so I went and saw a couple games with that uh, at the Chicago Dog Stadium. I went up to Milwaukee to see a game. We had a few of our players playing in the Joliet League. I, they called it the City of Champions League. And I had a chance to go over there and watch some of their games. Yeah, I miss it a lot. <laughs> you, know, you, you figure I've been going to baseball fields for 19 years or thereabouts every day during the summer. And all of a sudden you have a summer where I didn't get that choice. Uh, what, normally well, you say, oh, wow, you have a summer off and – you can do all those summer things, but it, as you remember, we couldn't go anywhere, and nothing was open. <laughs> well, well, we'll certainly catch up uh, when, when the season gets a little closer, Mike. But we we appreciate your time today for the for the podcast, and, and look forward to Miners baseball uh, starting May twenty seventh at Lake Erie. Anytime, thanks much, guys, for having me. Thanks, all Mike. Right, thanks, Dave. thank you, Mike. Thank you. Take care.